Greetings, Earthlings! This is Chris Latori. You're listening to issue number two of the SunspotsComics.com podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a quick word from our sponsor, SunspotsComics.com. It's a website we're working on to eventually sell primarily comic books, maybe some action figures, and maybe even a uh, cool product that a buddy of mine's working on to add something definitely unique to the website in the nerd world that you can't talk too much about, but uh, coming soon. So please uh, tune in to sunspotscomics.com and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at sunspotscomics. Anyway, our first segment is How Deep Is Your Love? We do have a guest today. Her name is Patsy Latori, my wife. How's it going, Patsy? It's going well, thank you. Nice, good to hear. So, tell us, this segment is designed to hear a little bit about your hobby that you're deeply obsessed about or something you're heavily into. It doesn't have to be comics, it can be whatever you like, whatever you follow, whatever you're into. Just something that maybe takes up too much of your time, too much of your money, and uh, you're a little obsessed about. What is that thing for you? Besides you, it's Cupcakes! Cupcakes! Right on. <laughs> and uh, so, what uh, what takes it to that next level for you, this hobby, this thing you enjoy? Um, next level? Um, I, well, you know how people have bucket lists on things they want to do, places they want to see? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Just like the movie with the old people. Yeah, I have a cupcake list. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like flavors you want to try, or, or they're actually cupcake shops oh. that I want to visit. Okay. All right. Interesting. I, I maybe didn't know that about you. So, how many, how many do you have that you still have to see or try? There's a lot of them. In the world, or I'm focusing right now on California. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I imagine there's a lot in California. So, how many are on this list? How many have you done? How many still have to go? Oh gosh, I don't. I have never counted them actually, but I'm not even halfway done. Oh wow, okay. That's a lot. A lot of potential calories there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how many do you like to have a week, a month, a day, a, a half hour? What's that? What, how many do you like? I mean, to... if I could, I would love to have a cupcake every night, but <laughs> seeing as we're married now and I want to keep it that way, um, maybe every couple couple weeks or so, I like to have a half a dozen cupcakes to <laughs> <Nice>. share. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I, I know what you mean about the married thing. It's now almost two months that uh, we're going to be married, so we're newlyweds, and... Uh, I just gotta say, thank you for supporting me. Thanks for supporting SunspotsComics.com. You really are the backbone, and thank you for allowing me to, you know, chase my dream. And and I'm really trying to catch that. And uh, thanks for for really just being supportive and loving through the whole thing. You're welcome. Thank you. So uh, that's uh, that's gonna wrap up the How deep is your love? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you that's how deep is our love for for this week so we appreciate you thank you again patsy for for joining that and being our guest um quick sunspots minute um i just like to briefly talk about the sunspots the band that my filipino dad and uncles uh were in in the late 50s to mid 90s and um patsy listened to the podcast issue number one and and told me that i forgot to mention my mom which uh, she was a huge part 
of the Sunspots' early creation. She was in high school, living in Guam, because her dad was in the military, and uh, she had a little girl band, like the Supremes, I guess, called the Diamonds, her and her two best friends. And they heard that the Sunspots were touring to Guam with the with the uh, USO opening for Bob Hope, and were looking for to add girls to the band. So my mom's band, the Diamonds, tried out for the Sunspots. They made it, and the three girls, long story short, ended up marrying three guys on the band. And that's how I came to be born on this earth. So there you go. Um, that's a quick little Sunspots minute there, and more to come about that in the near future. Uh, next up, I just wanted to briefly talk about the realm of paper comic books versus digital comic books. Um, I'm an all-paper kind of guy. The digital comics are not priced correctly. They are the same price as paper comics. I just don't think it's worth it. You're just renting them from Comixology. You don't even have a thumb drive. You can wave around and say, I've got 5,000 comics on my, on my thumb drive. No. Um, you don't really get that. You're just kind of renting them uh, from Comixology, and they're just priced wrong. If they eventually come down in price, uh, you know, they're, you are saving space, which is what you, is sort of the selling point of digital, um, as far as having to store paper comics, but I like the paper comic in my hand, I like the feel of it, the smell of the ink, the paper, always have, and I, I don't see that changing. So I just wanted to give a little soapbox minute, if you will, to digital comics, let's lower your prices, let's think of another way to give comics to people where you have, you feel like you have something a little more tangible. Uh, next up is a little news. Um, I just happened to see today, it's Monday, that there were some new Jared Leto pictures as the Joker for the movie Suicide Squad. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of excited. I'm, I'm still have an open mind. Um, they're raw footage pictures on set, if you will. Uh, they don't have the tone, the music, the lighting, the, the full complete package of a movie. So at this point, pictures of Jared Leto as the Joker are exciting. I might not peek in anymore, um, but uh, I can say I'm a little excited, but it's not the full picture. So my, my ultimately I'm still open, still open-minded, uh, we'll see what happens in the near future. Um, next up, another piece of interesting news I saw, this was on Discovery News, um, that there's about 3,000 tons of space junk floating around our planet, and there is talks of the design of a space station that could have a large laser cannon mounted to it to blast away all that space junk um, out there. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? That's like a couple of steps away from like a Death Star. I mean, we started the lasers blasting garbage, next thing you know, oops! That, we didn't like that planet anyway. So I thought that was interesting, a little headline. And uh, another couple of interesting headlines in the world of AI. Every now and then I like to just look up interesting articles. Here's one on a site called TechCrunch that says swarming robots can now follow your fingertips. I mean, here we go, right? This is just asking for trouble. Swarming robots can follow your fingertips. Great. So uh, that we have that to look forward to. Watch out for swarming robots. And then there was this other one on CBS News, which I thought was another kind of shocking headline. It said, maybe artificial intelligence won't destroy us after all. And the picture of the guy on this headline, it's the most frightening thing you've ever seen. He's, it looks like an android. He's got the most crystal blue eyes you've ever seen, the palest skin, this black polo shirt, 
uh, in the most perfectly cropped sort of Nazi hair. <laughs> and that's the title. Um, and it's on CBS News. I was a little shocked by that. He's supposed to make me feel better that maybe artificial intelligence won't destroy us all. And I, that's as far as I got. It's pretty much the picture. Um, so look at that. Look at his frightening face. And then try not to have nightmares. <laughs> and the last one on AI, um, which is weird because I don't usually see this many articles about AI, but Stephen Hawking, right? Neiman Nogging says that uh, he warns that artificial intel intelligence could end humanity. Okay, so I did actually read into this one a little bit, and it's a little bit frightening. Um, it's pretty much what you think. Yeah, he saw Terminator, folks. He saw it a multitude of times, like me. So uh, that's the news front in the world of AI. Next up, random review. I actually f was late to the party on Miss Marvel from Marvel Comics, and I grabbed the trade. Um, shout out to Pulp Fiction Comics in Culver City. Good deal on trade number one. And I'm only four or five pages in, and I've laughed, laughed out loud at least three times. So, fantastic writing. Uh, she's sort of a Middle Eastern, I think, superhero. We haven't even gotten there, but it focuses around this younger teenage Middle Eastern girl. Um, with some sort of traditional family traits, yet her father's sort of on the thinks outside the box, sort of liberal, if you will, and um, it's uh, made me laugh out loud in a short period of time. So I'll talk more about that in the near future. Miss Marvel from Marvel Comics seems rather interesting. I think it's, of course, one of those that have got some serious uh, positive reviews um, for there's buzz, and that's how I sort of gravitated to it. Next up, random like that I want to discuss that I've really been enjoying is the Flash TV show. Let me tell you, the costume looks right, the look of it is good, the speed and pacing of the show keeps your attention, doesn't get boring. Most importantly, it does not get campy. There's maybe one episode, the one with Mark Hamill, sorry Luke, that got a little cheesy, a little campy, but other than that, there's drama in it. It's not dark and... and dreadful. It's it's bright, it's superhero-y, but it's just done well, and hats off. A-plus to the Flash TV show on CW. If you're not watching it, start watching it. Immediately. Alright, next up is a book that I'm excited about that I ordered on Amazon that I'm waiting to receive. It's called Complete Guide to Self-Publishing Comics by Comfort Love. By Comfort Love. That's the actual person's name. Comfort Love? I saw that and was like, wow, that's somebody's name. Maybe it's Courtney Love's sister or something. But I'm really excited about it. I've always wanted to self-publish a comic. I've got a bunch of ideas for comics. Um, I just wish I could draw. Um, but uh, I love writing them, and one day that's going to happen. So I'm going to be reading that book. I'm excited about it. Thank you, Amazon. Good deal. Complete Guide to Self-Publishing Comics by Comfort Love. <laughs> so next up, top five picks. It was a tough... It was tough to pick all five. Um... It was 18 comics this week. Image dominated. Image Comics dominated the picks. Um, but the top five uh, were all... The art style was so fantastic. So different between them. Um, that's what just makes this barrel of five picks right here that much more special. Because they're all so different in look and styling and color and feel and tone. So let's just jump right in. Um, my number one top pick this week goes out to Dark Horse Comics. Harrow County by Cullen Bunn and Tyler Crook, number one. Um, 
I don't normally gravitate to horror, I've said this before, but this comic has a sort of darkness and a little bit of that light and that hope there that draws me in. That's what I'm into in comics. That It, has, it can't be just dreadful and depressing. It has to have some potential hope there, some, some light at the end of the tunnel. This has that. The story is set um, in Maine where this very powerful witch um, has to be taken out and she's taken out in a pretty gruesome way and the tree she's hung on of the one of the many ways she was put to end um, has some strange things that happened to that tree because of the woman that was destroyed by near it and they flash forward years later and it's sort of the story about this these farmers that live near that tree and this young girl that is living near the tree and starting to develop witch-like symptoms and powers but she doesn't see them as a blessing she sort of sees them as a curse and she wants to find a way to not do evil things per se but to do the right thing in certain circumstances and to use sort of her powers for good but um, we don't know yet what she's up against so you can see there's that little bit of hope um, but uh, it's scary it's dark and it just seems like a well-done horror film that's eventually going to be made. Number two, Thor number eight. Uh, Thor number eight's the big reveal as to who the uh, Lady Thor, who the uh, you know female version of Thor, Thor 2.0, whatever you want to call her, um, who she is, the reveal. Um, but I can tell you, shame on you, Internet, this was leaked and spoiled Tuesday um, on the Wednesday before it came out. I tried my best not to look, but of course... Uh, it's hard to look away. So I'm not even going to say really who it is because everybody knows by now. But uh, I just have to say shame on you, Internet, for spoiling in advance when people are trying to go out there and buy stuff. Um, and secondly, I went to my physical store, which I won't mention at this point, to buy my physical comics on Wednesday. And the owner is sitting there talking about who, revealing the character about who she is right in front of a group of people. Uh, so I don't get that, because if you're trying to sell these comics, why ruin the story? Like, put a little mystery behind it, uh, lead people in, try to get them excited, and then they'll buy one. So when I eventually have a store, uh, mental note, that's something I will not do, is spoil the stories for my customers. Anyway, number three is Birthright number seven. Birthright is just so well done. Um, it's a story of a young boy that goes missing in the woods when he's little uh... while he's gone his family falls apart mother and father divorce older brother uh, getting in trouble in school and then he returns and he seems like he's about twenty five or so um, claiming he lived in this sort of lord of the rings like world and how do they deal with that that's just the start of the story well this is obviously we're into number seven now um, new characters are involved uh... twist in the plot and uh, some things happened to the characters that were so well built. So you're not exactly safe without spoiling too much in Birthright. But boy, what a what a fantastic one! I know that's uh, that's Williamson, Bresson, Lucas. Image title, Birthright number seven. This is number three pick. Number four pick is also Image, Chrononauts. Chrononauts uh, by uh, Millar and Murphy. It's an Image title. It's going to be a movie. It's number three, and it's just the story about two dudes that have the ability to travel through time uh, working with a scientific uh, um, company that's funding them, if you will, 
and uh, they decide to use this time travel ability for their own personal gain. So basically it's like they get the almanac from Back to the Future and just go nuts. These guys build their own army, build their own empire, uh, create, <laughs> quote unquote, create music and release it as uh, that they did it themselves. Uh, there's even a scene where they kick Morrissey off the band um, because they wrote all the songs. Um, anyway, they mass billions traveling throughout various time zones and eras and stealing uh, jets and taking them to the you know the early 1700s they just exploit any possible way to build this gigantic empire of their own um, <laughs> so it's gonna be a blast of a movie um, Chrononauts number three um, by Millar and Murphy just tearing it up um, next up number five the final is Copperhead number seven uh, again Image Comics and Copperhead 7 is kind of a uh, Firefly, Serenity-like, um, Western meets sci-fi. Uh, so if you love Serenity or Firefly, this is right up your alley. It's a story of a woman that goes to a distant planet to become the local sheriff. And she uh, makes some enemies, she gets into some trouble uh, with all the local riffraff. And it's uh, there's humor written into it, and it's action sci-fi goodness that uh, you just can't uh, turn away from. Copperhead number seven is the number five pick. So get on all of those immediately. It's good stuff. It's worth the money. Fantastic reading. Just a whole lot of fun. And that's going to wrap up issue number two. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found a couple of picks to go out and buy. Hope you learned some stuff about cupcakes or whatever. And um, I learned uh, my wife has a, has a cupcake bucket list, a, a cupcake list, a, a bucket cupcake list, something like that. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening to Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number two. Uh, next week, trying to get another guest to keep it interesting and fresh. Uh, and I'll, as always, I'll try to bring uh, my own little unique spin on what I enjoy about the world of comics and make some top five picks. So uh, seek me out on the Twitter and Instagram at Sunspots Comics and take a look at uh, sunspotscomics.com when you get a chance. And that's going to wrap it up. So thank you again for listening and uh, have fun storming the castle.